You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown. Hello, everybody. I am so happy to be here with you today, and I wanted to share a topic that is very special and near and dear to me, and it is why some people heal slash change their lives more quickly than other people. The one thing I have noticed over years and years and years of working with the public and coaching with the public is that some people just boom, make changes and you just see their life morph and shift right before your eyes from one week to the next. And some people go on and on and on still talking about the same issues and never having any real change. And being the inquisitive little curious cat that I am, I started wondering why that is so true to form. I got to researching and thinking about what are the common characteristics of my clientele that makes great changes quickly and why that is. I thought this would be a great episode for you guys because it might shed light into why you have not made the changes that you want to make and what possibly could be stopping you. So let's start out with one number one, which is how badly do you want it? Now, some people are so sick and tired of being sick and tired that they just come to me wide open. They're like, I am ready. Let's do this. I don't care what I have to do. I cannot live like this anymore. That was a true instance with me. I had gotten to a point in my life where I had been hurt one too many times and I was done. So what happens with us, those type of people that are quick to change or quick to heal when they're finally ready, is that the pain of staying the same is greater than the effort of change. The pain of staying the same is greater than the effort of change. We can't stay this way anymore because it is hurting us and we've had enough. So we are then ready to make the effort, to take the time, to study, to practice, to apply things that we're learning to our lives because we just don't want to stay the same any longer. The second reason that I have found is that people who change more quickly or heal more quickly believe in a power greater than themselves. Now, I'm going to tell you, I coach belief systems across the board. I have coached atheists up through very religious folk. And even the atheists heal and change quickly because they believe in energy. Now, they didn't necessarily call a power greater than themselves God, but they did believe in some sort of universal energy. So this is not really about religion because I also have clients that study their spiritual scripture like crazy and stay the same. So it's really about truly, truly believing that there is this beautiful, remarkable, healing, love energy in the universe that is here to assist us, that doesn't judge us, that loves us, and that wants us to have all that we want in this life. For me, that was the absolute foundation of my healing. As I mentioned before, it is the only chapter that I purposefully placed in my book, and it's called In a Position, which is the first chapter, because it is exactly the very first step I took is that I connected with my divinity. I remembered what I call God, universe, source. 
I remembered this energy in the planet and I started to really focus on connecting with this energy in whatever form that took for me. When we think it's only little old us having to trudge through life and that we're given what we're given and that's just the suck of it and there's nothing we can do about it and we just have to keep going in the same old crap pattern, it's very difficult to change because it's very difficult to believe in abundance. It's very difficult to believe that we're worthy of anything else. But understanding our root, our source, or that there is a power out there that is greater than us, we are able to believe in something that can catapult us out of our limited thinking and into that unknown, which is where we often have to go in order to heal and change our lives. Which leads me to point number three, which is having an open mind and heart. Now, what I mean by open mind is that we allow new perceptions and thoughts into what has been our limited thinking. And what I mean by open heart is we are not so closed and shut down and bitter that we don't have any room inside of our heart for, for love, to open the doors to let something else in. So oftentimes, We learn through our mind and then we drop it down 18 inches into our heart. And when it really settles into our heart is when we start making changes because we can believe things in our head, but not believe it in our heart. Having an open mind and heart also means that we're willing to take that new information in and adopt it, apply it. We feel the capital T truth of the universal messages, truths, laws that we're hearing, and we believe them. There's something inside of us that it goes ding. It's that aha that we feel. It's like, oh, that makes sense. But it can make sense for us. And we go, oh, that makes sense. And then boom, the next day we're right back in that same limited thinking again. Having an open heart and mind is saying, I feel the truth of this information and I'm now going to adopt this as my new reality in place of that limiting fear or belief that has kept me stuck in this repeating pattern. Oftentimes I've also noticed that truly with myself and with my clients, when the new thoughts and perceptions are allowed to be integrated into the spirit and into our lives, that is when the stress and anxiety decreases. Think about that. When we allow new thoughts and perceptions into our minds and our lives, our stress and anxiety decreases. The reason that is, is because thoughts create emotion. And if we're thinking terrible, nasty, sad, disheartening, shaming, belittling thoughts, it is going to cause an emotion in us. And oftentimes that is stress and anxiety or depression or frustration or whatever it might be. But for me, when I started changing my thoughts around from fear to love, from lack to abundance, the weight of the world came off of me. My heart opened. And by simply changing those thoughts, I was able to be clearer and more open. So it's fascinating how I opened my heart and mind two new perceptions. And then when I adopted and applied them, I became even more open to new and bigger thoughts and perceptions. Number four 
is how deeply rooted the pattern is. Now, somebody in their 50s who has had thoughts and beliefs that have ingrained or taken root when they were eight and have never looked at them and have never drawn them up, never questioned their experience, never recognized their patterns, it might be, not always, because again, there's all these other reasons I'm talking about, but sometimes if they've never done any work and their thoughts are that, their fears and beliefs, excuse me, are that deeply rooted, sometimes it takes a minute to pull those guys up. Think about a little tiny weed. Boop, you can pull that guy out like nothing. But a big old weed that's starting to turn into a bush is with the deeply thick rooted roots into the ground, that may take a little bit more effort to pull up. So if we've been somebody who's done some work along our way, some spiritual work, some self-help work along our path, whether it was any great amounts of it, we've still done something. We've still done a little uncovering along the way. We've still kind of cleaned up a little bit of the garage. But if we haven't, then it might be brand new to some people. And you need to give yourself grace if this is your experience because you've done this for so long. It feels really real and part of you. But it's not. It's something that can be healed and can be changed and can be uprooted. You just have to be willing to do the work. And the last and final reason, number five, is people that move more quickly through their healing and change their lives more quickly often have a clear recognition of what is not working. We must know where the problem is before we can fix it. Think about it. We send a car through diagnostics at the auto mechanic to figure out where the problem is so the mechanic can go in and clean up that area. A lot of times people will come to me and say, I know what my issue is. I know that I don't speak up or I like bad boys or I keep compromising myself or I don't communicate effectively or I'm angry. There's a million things. I'm just trying to give you a couple of examples. They're pretty clear on who they are. They know, they see their own pattern. And when we can recognize what is not working for us, we can clean it up. We can start finding things that do work for us. We can change the pattern. So let me recap really quickly again for you guys. Number one is how badly do you want it? Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Is it too painful to stay where you're at anymore? Number two Do you believe in a power greater than yourself? Do you believe in energy? Do you believe we're connected to the universal energy of whatever it might be for you? Do you believe that there is an abundance in the universe and that you are not set aside as the only person who is not allowed to receive? And number three, an open mind and heart. You are willing to hear new perceptions and capital T truths that are rooted in love that you can feel the magnificent magnificence of that you know make sense. Are you willing to adopt them into your life? And number four, is this the first time you have looked at your stuff? How deeply rooted and how long has your pattern been going on? Now remember, I really want to express that even if it's been going on a long time, it's not unhealable. 
We are healing and morphing and growing and evolving spiritual beings until we're not on this planet anymore. It is never too late. So even if it's been a long time and you have, this is the first time you're looking at it, I've seen miracles, y'all. I've seen people, it took them a while to get the concept because they were so afraid to let go of their pattern. But once they did, boom, they were off and running and felt free and happy for the first time in their lives. And number five, do you recognize what is not working in your life? Have you taken responsibility for your patterns and disempowered behaviors? Do you see where you go wrong? Do you see where you err? Again, this is not for judgment. This is only for observation. It's sometimes it's hard for people to look at their stuff because they immediately go down the shame hole of I suck. There is no room for the shame hole of I suck on the healing path. It is merely recognition. Raising your hand going, ooh, 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 that's me. I'm a doormat. I don't stand up for myself. Ooh, 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 that's me. I don't communicate. I just get mad at people and walk out of the room. You know, whatever it is, it's just knowing your pattern and then finding ways to heal that pattern. None of us are exempt from living a beautiful, abundant life in all forms. If you think that's you, that's just your false self talking to you and trying to keep you small. We are here to return to our source, to remember who we are, and to live a beautiful, miraculous, inspired, and spiritual life. You can do it. I know you can. If you get a chance, I'll give you a little homework. Re-listen to this episode, take a couple of notes, and become really clear about yourself. Awareness is key. I say it all the time. Awareness is key. You got this, you guys. I know you do because no one person is any greater or any less than the other. We're all the same and we are all one. I thank you guys so much for being here and sharing this time with me. And Please feel free to message me with any questions or comments or future topics. And you can message me at Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at SweetEmpowerment.com. Until next time, remember... You matter.